Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Welcome back, guys. Uh, It's Nikki here, and I'm recording live today from the Sunshine Coast before I head off to Hawaii for three weeks to run a retreat and do some incredible stories and articles. So next podcast, I'll be coming to you from a Waikiki beach. But for this episode 24, I just want to thank everyone that's fed back from the the five elements of the winning week, how to build your winning week, and also those of you that are doing the cardio, seven-day cardio challenge at the moment, and changing the way that you think about fitness. I'm dedicating this entire episode to the thought of why technique is more important than time when you're working out. And before we get started, I always like to do a shout out. So this one is from Simple Stuff Australia. Thanks for your review on iTunes. I always love those and they keep me going. Nikki is a fresh and balanced voice in the industry. Highly recommended. Really great. And five stars there with the True Expert sign off. So thank you so much. Simple Stuff from Australia. I really appreciate that feedback. And as always, guys, please don't be shy. Leave me your comments at the bottom of the show notes. I'd love to hear what things are interesting to you, what questions you'd like answered, and who you'd like to hear more from. This is about making sure that we can provide practical tools and solutions to have you looking and feeling fantastic without turning your life upside down. So I hope you enjoy episode 24. Remember, exercise, health, and wellness is a lifestyle. So if you start to change the way you think about things rather than seeing it as a chore or something you have to give up or deny yourself, but rather integrating things that you love and do those more often, your whole perspective will change, your body will change, your health and vitality will change, and those around you will also notice the difference. So enjoy podcast episode 24. I look forward to hearing from you in the show notes, and I'll be touching base with you at the end of this episode to have a little bit about our seven-day cardio challenge and what you can win if you hop online and get involved in that. So I'll be chatting with you about the challenge, a couple of takeouts, and some prizes coming up at the end of this episode. Hope you enjoy it, and happy training. Hi guys, I want you to think about how you can triple your results and halve your workout time with great technique. I'm timing this podcast uh, with the tectonic issue that I just wrote for Women's Health and Fitness magazine. It's out on newsstands in May and I go through the top seven exercises on great technique that you can actually isolate those muscles, get full range of movement and really, you know, start to see some results. For those of you out there at the moment that are with a personal trainer or perhaps you've just been, you know, working for weeks on your health and fitness and you feel that you're working really, really hard but you're not seeing results, it might be time to think about what you're actually doing in your training, how focused you are on your quality and getting off autopilot. If you are training with a personal trainer, make sure that you're learning as you're going and that you're really engaging in the exercises that you can do this stuff on your own as well. The best power that you can have when you're working with experts is that they engage and share and inspire you to train, but also to learn how to do these exercises safely, effectively, that are going to work for your best results, your goals and your body type. And if you've got injuries or you're doing rehabilitation, recovery, maybe you're recovering from workplace health and safety injuries as well, remember, listen to your body and get expert advice. Don't be afraid to ask questions. 
I want to really, May is one of my favorite months of the year. Uh, you know, based here from Australia, it's a beautiful time on the Sunshine Coast. It's really still, the water's still warm. Um, the sun shines a lot. It's just this cooler mornings, crisper evenings, and things just seem to have this beautiful hue in the sky. And it always makes me want to get outside and train. But it also means that we have shorter days um, and, you know, we have to use time more effectively for training. And on top of that as well, with all the travel and presenting at the moment, I've had to really get smart about how much time I have to train. And when I was presenting last week, the topic came up, Nikki, you know, what do you do with your hour training? And I was thinking, I don't think I really do an hour training much anymore. I really hardly get an hour to be able to go and do it. And then I said to them, actually, I don't think about training in hour blocks. I think about training in small incremental moments, unless I'm going for a run or I have a specific mileage in mind or I'm training for a triathlon. My training is really about body awareness uh, and capability and seeing what skills and patterns am I going to be able to biomechanically pick up in my training to make sure that I've got good posture, that I'm body aware, and that constantly throughout the day I'm actually engaging all my muscles. So it was a really, really interesting discussion where most of the people in the room that were all 30s and 40s and and really great high-level management thought that Unless they trained for an hour at a time, it wasn't going to be effective. And I would like to blow that myth right out of the water right now. Time and training are not mutually exclusive. You don't have to worry about how long you've got to train. What's more important before you even get down that track is figuring out that you understand why you're training, how much time you do have, and that consistency is much more effective than binge working out two days a week. It's a bit like drinking. You know, you don't want to shock your liver with two days a week and all this kind of binge dieting and binge drinking and binge exercising. Consistency is key. So as we head into one of our favorite months, May coming up, and we're focusing on the importance of quality over quantity, my golden rule is technique is better than time. And I really want you to test this out. I guarantee you that by focusing on the correct technique, you can triple your exercise benefits and halve your workout time. No joke. It really, really is interesting. And if you start to really use your body weight and work form and function and everything else, you will see fantastic results. It's the difference between trying to do push-ups and doing them incorrectly and figuring out the great way to do them and all of a sudden you can pop out five to ten when you thought you could never do any. So the correct technique, why is it so important? It is so essential for injury prevention. It's really essential for effective fitness. It gives you a total body workout, so extension, flexion, the full range of motion. It's very important for anatomical alignment. Often when we're doing, you know, fixed weights or things, as soon as we go back to our own body weight and free weights, we see and notice imbalances, probably not in ourselves, but if you've got a good trainer, they'll pick it up straight away. You need to work on your weaknesses. That's where you'll have your fastest gains. The other important technique benefit is time effectiveness. You know, I always talk about the 1% rule. If you've only got 14.4 minutes that you can spend to train, then use that time effectively. And the other thing I think, it does not matter how old we are. We need to be body aware. When you get out of bed in the morning, when you're sitting at your desk or as you're listening to this, you might be in the car or whatever else, don't just hang in your skin and kind of, you know, sit around. Be posture aware. Really feel every fiber in your body and think biomechanically and train your body to engage the correct muscles. 
to improve your peak performance and range of motion, not only if you're wanting to do your first triathlon, do your first 5K, or just get back in shape again, but also to prevent workplace RSI, repetitive strain injuries. Um, if you're at the computer a lot and you're sort of working on your right side more than others, it's so important to look at biomechanical balance. You know, so we've got biomechanical balance, injury prevention, you know, effective fitness, total body workout, anatomical alignment, time effectiveness, and overall, I just think getting results faster. So you should be able to do 50 crunches perfectly and really feel it rather than doing 100 of them, straining your neck and not really working properly. So the, the first thing is really good to isolate things. I always say to my clients that come away on the treats, are there some exercises that you find more challenging than others? And take some time to focus on these and work on your areas that you need to pay attention to. So for example, for myself, being from running and triathlon and everything else, I find my glute meads and my hamstrings and they're just not firing. I actually can feel that that whole sort of backside of the body is not working as it should be. On top of that, I have these really annoying trapezius muscles that just want to take over everything and my lats and other muscles aren't working. So while I'm learning to do pull-ups and various other sort of movements that are about lifting my body weight up, my traps want to take over versus my lats, which is really, really frustrating because you need to be able to engage the right muscles for the right exercise. Our weaknesses, as I said before, are often where we make the quickest gains. And in podcast with Andrew Day from the um, Illawarra Dragons, the St. George Dragons, the NRL team, the strength and conditioning coach there, we were chatting about the fact that it's people's weaknesses physiologically that they like to focus on making the fastest gains. And what happens is people usually go into the gym and you just smash out the same exercises all the time because you know them and you might like to do a chest press and some squats and you feel fantastic, but you're actually making the areas that you're not working on, you're weakening those areas more, you're reducing your biomechanical effectiveness, and you're probably going to work on your whole anatomical alignment and everything else. So try and think, what exercises do I really, really hate to do? And focus on those and do this more often. So here's my top three questions that you can probably ask yourself while you're listening to this podcast. Rather than just going into the gym or the class or the same thing with your PT, ask yourself, number one, am I doing this exercise with perfect technique? Number two, could I replicate this at home without my trainer or coach? Number three, am I learning as I go to be independent at quality control on my exercise? You need to be empowered. We have an incredible mind-body connection. So need to learn your exercises, think about the muscles that you're using, and really be engaged in that process. If you've asked yourself those questions, ideally the answer to all of those should be yes. And what I'm going to do is, um, you know, I wrote for Women's Health and Fitness in May issue seven effective exercises that people do incorrectly. So, for example, the basic squat, the crunch, um, the bicep curl, tricep curls, lunges, weighted or unweighted, overhead press, things like that when you're pushing a weight above your above your head. Crunches, I think, are the most incorrectly done exercise as well. Push-ups, everybody's got a different variation on push-ups, and the plank. So when you when you get the Wake Up Workout ebook, you actually get me sort of writing as well as exactly how I'd say it to you, like actually how to line your body, where to put your hands, how to engage right through from the tip of your toes right through to your shoulders and your fingertips when you're doing a plank. It's so, so important to actually think about an exercise in its entirety rather than just rushing through anything. 
I know I, I wondered what, you know, we were discussing as well for yourselves about safety and goals, guys. I highly recommend that before you start doing any advanced versions of push-ups or using weights for lunges or anything else, that you get the technique perfect first. Think about range of motion that includes full flexion and extension of the muscles you're using, your posture, so you're, you know, using your core stability. This is about total body awareness and making most of every fiber in your body. I want you to think about, am I using my time effectively? What can I do in a 14-minute workout, a half-hour workout, a one-hour workout? I'm going out for a run. What do I want to think about for this run today? Do I just want to put some good music on and run, or do I want to think about my posture, where my feet land? Do I want to think about any injuries? Do I need more time to stretch? Be very, very aware of what you're going to do on your training. And if you're just diving into the pool to do a calibration swim and you just need to de-stress from the day as well, think about long strokes, lengthening your body, you know, whatever exercise you're doing, really be present in that moment and feed your brain and your muscles with cognitive working out, with conscious active living. It's just so important. So get off that autopilot and hop onto that conscious active living. I'm going to put a couple of videos up um, as well, so link back to the Running Man sit-ups, the Classic Crunch, and a few other fitness exercises that are online, so I'll put the links on the show notes that you can just learn to do one or two basic exercises and just focusing on your technique first, and don't forget, I also in the Fitspost Fridays put up two videos the last couple of weeks. One was a hook squat that you can do with your partner, which is a really good test for technique, and the other one was a Swiss ball squat. So those two dynamic squats of working out with a training buddy force you to go slowly. They force you to communicate about your exercise and they force you to think about not only coming down into a squat position, but also controlling and maintaining that flexion and tension on the way up as well. So we're going back into the gym and I spoke to you before about free weights versus fixed weights. Often, you know from my philosophy that life's a gym and all about outdoor fitness, However, when a lot of my clients are traveling and they do go to cities or whatever else and there's shorter days and it's winter and everything else and you go into the gym environment, I've walked in a few times and I just see people smashing out these weights and these repetitions and these exercises and doing these circuits, but just as if they're not even really in the moment. And I think that's the biggest danger because if you were to take someone from a free weight machine and go, from a fixed weight machine, sorry, and go to free weights there is an increased risk of injury and everything else if you're not doing that exercise correctly. So I would say get yourself set up at home with some really basic, um, you know, at-home gym. I use the crank it straps or a suspension strap system, kettlebells, a Swiss ball, um, some hand weights are really good to have, a yoga mat, a BOSU ball for balance. You don't need a lot of equipment, but what you do need to do is master the equipment that you have. And a great way to do that is just start with your own body weight. So mastering things like push-ups, like wall squats, um, tricep dips, incline push-ups, mastering exercises such as the L handstand, which builds upper body strength and prepares you for handstands as well, to look at knee tucks, to look at running man sit-ups, agility and plyometric exercises. That also includes exercises like burpees and mountain climbers, really focusing on using your body as your gym for the first month or four weeks while you're getting that agility and that connection and that muscular strength back. Then it's easy to build up onto weights and everything else when you know that you've got biomechanical memory and a good mind-to-muscle 
cognitive connection and you haven't picked up any bad habits. So you're not overstraining, you're not focusing on pushing one side more than the other, but you're forced to have total body balance. It's such a great way to start is by working on your own body weight first. You know, it's less expensive than fancy machines. Um, you know, you have to really fight gravity as well when you're working on your own body weight stuff. You can perform a lot of movements without any kind of weights as well. And it allows you to free up the space a bit more to think differently. So I often combine yoga moves uh, with strength and conditioning moves and then, you know, maybe some agility exercises to get my heart rate up with a skipping rope and everything else. So you can make a mini circuit at home without needing any type of equipment. But what you do need to do is think about what is a perfect push-up? What is a perfect crunch? What is a perfect squat? What about a Bulgarian a Bulgarian split squat or a Bulgarian lunge when you've got one back foot higher than the front foot? All those things. They're all there. All the information is really, really easy to find. You can also find it on my YouTube channel, The Vitality Coach. Um, you can email me and say, Nikki, on the comments box in the show notes, I've been trying to do this exercise. Could you send me the technique for that or a video or whatever else? Let me know what exercises you're struggling with know that there's a greater risk of injury if you're not performing your exercises properly, if you're not using your warm-ups and your cool-down. It's so much easier to perform movements improperly due to your ability to move on just different levels. So if you're not engaged with the correct technique, you can pick up these habits which you have to sort of re-change as well and change your hard drive about doing that exercise. But once you get that, you get this amazing aha moment. You're like, oh, that's how it's supposed to feel. This is amazing. And you'll just be flying. So it is absolutely worth working on your technique and everything else. Now, what I spoke about before as well was um, giving you guys some tips on maybe setting yourself a challenge. So what we've got coming up is a seven-day cardio challenge on Instagram. So my Instagram account is at nfogdenmore, that's N-F-O-G-D-E-N-M-O-O-R-E, and running a seven-day challenge, hashtag seven-day cardio. Post your pictures, tag me, hashtag seven-day cardio, tag at nfogdenmore, and I'll be giving away some Run BSC Body Science t-shirts um, over the next few weeks as well. So we'll be doing several rounds of the seven-day cardio challenge. It's really important to look at your heart as a muscle as well. So just like technique for muscular training, you need the right technique for heart zone training. And I'll actually be talking about training heart, heart rate zones in a couple of podcast time. I'll be recording that from Hawaii about the importance of mixing up your heart rate zones, of understanding your maximum heart rate is 221 is your age and how to train safely and how to mix up those interval sessions with endurance sessions, what is anaerobic and aerobic exercise. So really becoming educated on how you can get the best out of your exercise time as well. Hopefully this podcast has really inspired you to think differently about training to think am I doing the right technique can I go and check out something and do it more effectively so that I can spend 15 minutes rather than 40 minutes doing this exercise and feeling that I'm fast tracking my gains I guarantee you if you focus on the how rather than just smashing out the length of time that you're training you will absolutely get most effective results. You'll see changes in your body and you'll feel fantastic as well. So please leave me your comments on the show notes. Leave me exercises that you'd love some more tips on that you keep getting stuck on. I'm here to help. I want to show you how you can fit exercise and these types of technique-driven kind of ideas, mentality, information, and be empowered with that seamlessly into your life. You too can learn how to do this stuff, how to run your body like a business, and how to get everything working 
in complete combined motion. It is so liberating. So leave me a comment on show notes and don't forget the seven day cardio challenge. I'm going to put a link through and a photo there on the show notes as well. I'll be actually coming to you live next week from Waikiki. I absolutely can't wait. You guys have a healthy, happy week ahead. Thank you very much. So that brings us to the end of episode 24 from the Sunshine Coast, all about how technique is more important than time. Don't forget, you can pick up the latest edition for the May issue of Women's Health and Fitness magazine for my top tips, the seven best exercises you can do to change your technique, fast track your results. iPad edition has the video on it as well. I'd love to see you there. Most importantly, comment section at the end of the show notes is there for you guys to feedback. I love your reviews on iTunes. Keep them coming. And the seven-day cardio challenge, that is your mission. Now, if you don't have Instagram, you can post me on Twitter at infogdenmore. Um, you can actually send in as well by attaching a photo of your seven-day cardio challenge. But remember, all you have to do is tag at infogdenmore on Instagram, hashtag seven-day cardio, and you could be running around in a very cool body science t-shirt uh, as displayed in the image. So you stay healthy, happy, guys. I love having you on the show, and I'm very excited to be saying that we'll be recording episode 25 from Waikiki Beach next week. Until next time, you stay healthy, happy, and remember, you've got one body, so look after the one that you've got. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.